There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. What kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? How many kids do a classroom? Homes.com knows these are all things you ask when you're home shopping as a parent. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools, including photos, parent reviews, test scores, student-teacher ratio, school rankings, and more. The information is from multiple trusted sources and curated by Homes.com's dedicated in-house research team. It's also you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Living life as a gringo Where you question where you fit And every time you mingle They say you do this with not enough that My rapping is really bad <laughs> This life as a gringo Yes, oh man, we are back uh, For another edition of Life as a Gringo uh, Man, this might be the most controversial uh, Topic that I've covered thus far and I also want to preface it by saying it's probably the most unnecessarily um, controversial topic. But hey, here we are. And of course, that topic is vaccines. And I, I also don't want to ignore the long history of vaccines when it comes to people of color. Of course, that's who I'm speaking to uh, when it comes to this podcast. And, and I'll, I'll touch on all that kind of stuff. But man, I, I felt it to be super necessary to touch on this topic because i've been seeing it so much kind of like we all have the back and forths via social media um you know the anti-vaxxers and the vaxxers i don't know is there a word for the pro-vax are you a pro-vaxxer is that what they call you whatever it is there's been so much back and forth about it and it's been something that when you look at the numbers man it has just hit our community so fucking hard and Man, I just want to dive into a lot of things. And listen, you know, I'm not an expert on this. I'm not a doctor. Um, I'm just doing as much research as I possibly can to make informed and educated uh, observations and, and give out the information that I'm finding from the professionals. And full disclosure, you know, I got vaccinated pretty early on. As soon as it was available to uh, people with pre-existing conditions, I went and got it. My parents have gotten it. My girlfriend has gotten it. And so far, so good. So, I mean, obviously, that is going to impact my point of view. But I'm also trying to be as fair as possible when I talk about this. And just so it's out there on the table, I'm not getting paid to talk about this by any company, pharmaceutical company or whatever the case may be. I just thought it was something that I wanted to kind of address and dive deep into when it comes to our community and vaccines, especially just because there seems to be so much back and forth on it. 
Now, with that said, let's get into the part of the show where I do a little bit more of a deep dive into our uh, current topic. Of course, this one being vaccinations. Uh, and this is a segment we call For the People in the Back. Say it loud for the people in the back. All right, so I'll be real. Uh, as I've been doing research on this this topic, um, specifically when it comes to vaccinations and, and COVID uh, and the rates amongst uh, Latinos and Blacks, there's definitely been some conflicting information. I think from what I gathered, um, when the whole vaccination rollout started, uh, Blacks and Latinos were very slow to get on board with it. Um, but very recently... Uh, it's being reported in cities like Philadelphia and uh, and areas of Maryland uh, that high number of Latinos are getting vaccinated as of late. Um, even in, in Maryland, if I'm not mistaken, I saw that uh, the numbers for Latinos getting vaccinated was actually outnumbering uh, whites getting vaccinated. So moving, I guess, in the in the right direction, depending on on where you stand on this particular topic. But like I said, when I started the show, I'm still seeing a lot of back and forth when it comes to this topic, I'm still seeing a lot of people pushing against it and, and posting different things to justify, you know, why they feel their choice to not get vaccinated or get vaccinated is the right one. And listen, uh, you know, I do understand the history of all of all of this. I mean, and I'm going to dive into the history of it a little bit more when uh, we get into our Ask a Gringo segment, um, because a couple of people did bring that up. Uh, when I put the question out there. So don't worry, I'm going to get into all that stuff. But I do want to kind of tackle this right now from the angle of just how much destruction COVID has caused on the Latin community. I mean, it's no secret that so many people in our community suffer from pre-existing conditions. I mean, things like asthma, and I'm included in that as well. Um, and these are things that put us at high risk for, you know, really having a bad reaction or God forbid, even death, um, if we were to contract COVID. And let's kind of dive into some of the facts as well. So Salud America, um, they did a really good job of, of gathering a whole bunch of different information and statistics uh, and keeping it updated. They actually updated this last week. Uh, a lot of their information is coming from CDC data. So it is, um, you know, as factual as one could hope. Uh, it's not some TikTok or fucking Facebook social media hearsay. Um, some internet troll doing a YouTube video thinking they're a fucking scientist. Um, you know, these are the people who get paid to do this for a living. Now, some people might not believe them, but at the end of the day, this is kind of all we have, right? Now, to kind of get a full picture on this, let, let's talk about um, the U.S. population and, and Latinos' uh, numbers when it comes to the U.S. population. So the U.S. population uh, recently rose to 18.5% Latino. So we make up 18.5% of the U.S. population. Um, but the article that I'm reading says that coronavirus is disproportionately sickening Latinos. So let, let's break down some more stats here. Latinos currently comprise 28.6% of COVID-19 cases in the United States, only second to whites who are at 50.1%. And this is according to CDC data from July 21st. So this last week. So even though we only make up 18.5% of the entire population, we're actually responsible for 28.6% of the COVID-19 cases that are happening in the U.S., which is uh, absolutely fucking crazy. I mean, it, it's just it's just terrible. I mean, it even breaks it down by 
by states. Like certain states are experiencing really crazy disparities when it comes to COVID cases. So Utah is a uh, 14% Latino, but we make up 20.2% of COVID-19 cases. Oregon, only 13% Latino, but we make up 23.1% of COVID cases. Washington is a uh, 13% Latino, but making up 29% of the COVID cases. California, 39.3% Latino, but makes up 56% of the COVID cases. Texas is also having a similar disparity. Latinos make up 39.7% of the state's population, and we represent 35.8% of the COVID-19 confirmed cases and 46.4% of the COVID-19 confirmed deaths, man, which is, oh man, that's so sad to think. I mean, the families that have lost people. And listen, I'm not trying to bump people out when I say this, but when you start reading like these statistics, these percentages, and you realize just how much our community is really being affected by this from deaths to cases, I hope that it makes people really rethink some of the decisions they are or aren't making. I mean, let's just look at this total deaths by by race, which is obviously an incredibly morbid statistic. But as of July 21st, 2021, 110,000 Latinos have died due to COVID-19. The only group that has a higher number of deaths due to COVID are whites who made up 365,111 deaths. Keep in mind, though, we are only 18.5% of the population, yet we have the second most deaths of any racial group. Now, even outside of, of the actual deaths, and, and obviously that's the most important part, let's just also break it down when it comes to finances and what it's doing to our community in that aspect. So I'm reading an NBC News article, and obviously they're recognizing that Latinos were disproportionately hit by COVID um, and that our vaccination rates have lagged uh, in comparison to some other groups. They also mentioned that the pandemic has reversed some economic gains that our community has made from previous years. Now, they reference a really terrible uh, and, and very sad article in Texas where COVID basically just took out an entire family, right? A, a 35-year-old man died. The virus also killed his aunt, his grandfather. It just basically ravaged this entire family. And what, what this means economically, basically what they're breaking down is that you know, as is the Latin community is already behind our white counterparts when it comes to finances and ownership and our businesses and all these different things as a whole. And now COVID having ravaged our families through death and and now putting many people in debt and all these different things, it's just setting us back even further economically. And listen, I get it. A lot of you guys are going to be like, well, the history shows us nobody cares about us. I get it. And why would they care about us now, right? Like, that's what you're going to say. And I understand it completely. And I'm going to dive into a lot of that stuff as a podcast goes on. But I really just want you to, like, really fully digest these statistics and these numbers that I'm, I'm showing you right now. Because for me, reading them, man, it makes me sick to my stomach. And I wish I could do more. You know what I mean? Like, for me, the best I can do is just put this information out there in a organized way that people can can ingest it, you know? And again, I'm not an expert, but I'm just reading the statistics. I'm reading the stories from people who have experienced this firsthand. And I'm hoping that maybe it'll have some sort of an impact on some of you guys who may be holding out, you know? And on the topic of people talking about, well, it's my body, it's my choice, all of that kind of stuff. Sure, I get it. And you're absolutely right. But there also is a bit of a problem that I have with that argument. And that leads us into our next segment, where I'm going to read a quote that I kind of feel like kicks down the door for a lot of those arguments that people have, or at least should be making people kind of look themselves in the mirror who are 
taking the stance of, you know, their body, their choice. All right, so for this uh, this week's Mi Gente segment, uh, where I kind of focus in on a person who is uh, usually doing good, but might be just making a lot of noise in a certain space, depending on the topic. Um, this week, I got to give it up to D.L. Hughley, who reposted um, this quote. Uh, he reposted this quote from a professor of medicine and surgery, Dr. Jonathan Rayner. Um, and Dr. Rayner said, if you are not vaccinated right now in the United States, you should not go into a bar. You should probably not eat at a restaurant. And while this should be like, yeah, duh, sadly, a lot of you motherfuckers are not following this simple kind of guideline. Like, listen, like I said, it is your body, your choice. I get that, right? And you truly do have the right to do with it what you please. But you do not have the right to unnecessarily put other people at risk in the process. Like, you don't want to get vaccinated? Cool. Stay the fuck home then. Why are you in an area where you're going to be putting other people's lives at risk. And listen, I have people who are close to me that I'm cool with, whatever the case would be, that might be unvaccinated and are doing this. And I know I, it might seem like I'm coming for your neck, but let's be real here. Like, if you choose to not want to get vaccinated and you don't want to put something you don't know in your body, sure, whatever it is you want to say, but why go out in a public place where you possibly could contract it or be carrying it and give it to other people? It, that's just extremely selfish. Like, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You have to make a decision here. You could say, listen, I'm standing by my body or I'm standing by my own uh, feelings of the not trusting the government. Cool. I understand all of that kind of stuff. But you also can't at the same time be like, fuck it. I'm also going to be reckless and put myself and others at risk while taking a stand for myself. Like, nah, you can't have it both ways because a lot of us have taken the proper precautions to be safe when we're going out there to be safe for our families and to not bring something home. But because you choose to not get vaccinated and then also still want to go grab a drink at a bar. Now you're putting us all at risk. And especially when you think about people who work in these industries, right? Like, I mean, I'm a DJ and I haven't been out and about as much as I you know, used to be uh, pre-pandemic, but I've DJed a few times and it's something that's on my mind. Like, man, is this going to be the one time that somebody got me? You know what I mean? And I'm vaccinated, like I said earlier in the show, but it still is a fear of mine. And it's just unnecessary. You know, I'm out there trying to work just like the bartenders are, just like the managers are, the the bouncers, all these people. And you're unnecessarily putting all these people at risk because you're not ready to deal with the reality of your decisions, right? Like, listen, it is your body. It is your choice. And you're making a decision, but every decision has a consequence. And this is sort of a no-brainer when it comes to the consequence of your decision. You want to stand, you know, on your on your high horse, on your island where you uh, don't want to get this vaccine, don't trust it. I get it. But at the same time, that means stay your ass on your island. And if I'm coming across a little harsh, I apologize. But man, when I'm seeing all the statistics about death, you know, how many people don't have their mother? I mean, I have family who I lost to COVID, you know, cousins who lost both their father and mother, you know, at the same time because of COVID, because one of the young people in the family brought it back home. And it's like, bro, I wouldn't wish that upon my worst enemy being the reason why your parents are no longer here or why your aunt is no longer here, or why your cousin is no longer here or why somebody else's mother, father, aunt, cousin isn't here anymore. So that's something we all have to keep in mind. And with that, let's get to the fun part of the show. Or today's show is probably gonna be a bit more of a shit show just because of like how opinionated a lot of people are on this. And rightfully so, we're all allowed to have our opinions here. So this is the Ask a Gringo segment of the show that we're gonna get into um, a lot of varying opinions here that I got from my followers um, when I asked them 
if they were vaccinated, why or why not. Uh, so we're going to get into this shit show. But before that, let's take a quick break and we will be right back. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together. And that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr. And on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Ask a gringo! All right, so let's get into this shit show that is these uh, responses uh, on my Instagram right now. So my question again was, are you or are you not vaccinated and why? So I got a bunch of different ones. I'm going to read a few over here, okay? So um, let's just start with some logic right here. At JMOJJ said, vaccinated so that I can protect myself and others so that we can finally get out of this thing. Yes, I agree wholeheartedly on that one, right? I mean, the sooner we all get to this place of vaccination, the quicker we can stop with these fucking variants and we can start getting back to normal life and not this whole weird like one foot in, one foot out thing that's happening right now. And not to mention the terrible deaths that we're seeing that are happening. At Edgar underscore duh underscore car underscore guy, uh, he said recently vaxxed after a year and a half. Let's face it. COVID is here to stay. It's better to stay safe. And I agree. I mean, it obviously is not going anywhere. I mean, it could be the media spinning these things, and I'm not opposed to thinking that, but it just feels bad. And it feels bad because it's like nobody seems to be taking this shit seriously right now. It's like we're all trying to get back to regular life, which I understand. But, man, that's what makes this whole thing scary is that I feel like we're not realizing that this whole thing is is here, and it's here to stay unless we do something about it. All right, and we've got the other side of things here. I mean, at Nick de la Paz, I'm sorry if I fucked up your Instagram handle over here. Um, you said, still don't trust them or it. We've been America's guinea pigs for far too long. And listen, you're 100% right in that commentary and that feeling. I mean, listen, we can go back to history, right? Like 
1932, the Tuskegee experiment, you know, uh, which was a study done on black men purposely, gave them syphilis and were testing the effects of syphilis on them without their approval and without their knowledge. Now, we can go to Puerto Ricans and we're talking about the first birth control pill, right? Where one third of Puerto Rican women were sterilized, many of them involuntarily. I mean, they were preyed upon. They were preyed upon poor women from Puerto Rico who they knew couldn't fight for themselves. And unknowingly, unknowingly to them, to the women that were being given this pill, they were being sterilized. One third of them, which is just obviously absolutely disgusting. So you're right. There is this long history of, of these things happening. But with that said, I mean, it's a vaccine that's available for everyone, right? And to me, while I understand your fear, and, and some people might even have the fear of them maybe switching the you know, vaccine or something when they go there knowing that they have a Latin last name, I'd much rather take that risk than seeing the actual evidence we've seen in front of us. I mean, like I just talked about at the beginning of the show, we are disproportionately being affected by this as a community. Like, the numbers don't lie. The deaths don't lie. Like to me, when you look at those numbers, it's like, okay, well, the risk of people dying from COVID is a very real thing. And this idea of like a historical fear of uh, the government using us as their guinea pigs, while I understand it, the odds aren't really in favor of that right now when you just look at the sheer numbers of people that are dying from this disease. And I got this was an interesting one as well. Um, at Brunch with Bad Girls said, uh, the vaccination still isn't even FDA approved, supposed to be used for emergency use only. And that is true. It, it's only been approved for emergency use only. Um, from what I've read about this, this is actually probably one of the more confusing topics or confusing aspects of this whole topic, I should say, when you research it, because nobody can really give you a clear reason as to why it has not been approved. Uh, what they basically say is that the FDA holds itself to like the highest standards in the world um, when it comes to approval for vaccines and they're refusing to rush it um, because they feel like it might lower the gold standard that they've set for themselves. But with that said, the FDA has even gone on record and said, although an authorization is not an FDA approval, the FDA conducted a thorough scientific evaluation of each of the authorized vaccines and can assure the public and medical community that the vaccines meet FDA's rigorous standards for safety, effectiveness, and manufacturing quality. So while it's not fully approved, they're also saying it went through all kinds of, of, of rigorous evaluation. It wasn't like they just said, fuck it, we're going to throw out the first case out there and let's see what happens. That's just not what happened. It still had to go through a process. Now it's still going through the long process of full-on FDA approval, but let's not pretend like it hasn't gone through some sort of an evaluation. All right, now... uh. At MZ182 said, not vaccinated, I'd rather be proactive and live healthy. Now, listen, I don't know you personally. I'm sure you're an incredible person. But this also just sounds like a really dumb response, if I'm keeping 100 with you. Because A, we've seen, we've heard cases of people who are incredibly healthy getting the, the virus and dying from it, right? And let's also just say, maybe you're a part of the percentage who wouldn't die from this. Maybe you are so healthy that your body would fight it off. What about everybody else that you come into contact with. And I don't mean to, to single you out like this. I, I, I'm sure you, again, you're a great person, but this is like that incredibly selfish mindset that has gotten us to the place that we're at right now, that has gotten us to 100,000 people plus from our community dead right now, not being able to go back to their families because 
we thought, well, even if I get it, I can fight it off. Yeah, but what about grandma? What about your aunt? What about that person you sat next to at the bar? What about their family? There's so many things that we just don't know. And to allow yourself to have a bit of a selfish uh, viewpoint on this, that you're incredibly healthy, so it's not something you're worried about, uh, is, is just detrimental to us as people. And it really is just the worst way for any of us to think about things when it comes to this life. Um, and again, I feel bad for kind of singling you out with there. But man, we just got to like take a, a step back and zoom out for a second and just think about how a lot of us and, and myself included in different ways move in such selfish ways sometimes. And and this whole pandemic, this whole situation that we find ourselves in right now, like now is is not the time to allow yourself to, to have a, a selfish mindset. You know, there's too much at stake. There are too many lives at stake right now. And I love you, by the way. I'm sorry for, for singling out like that. It just was the, you know, I don't know. I didn't like that comment. At NY720 underscore said, I did because heard so many sad stories of people dying. Get the vaccine. Don't jeopardize your life. I mean, that's logic right there. Like, and, and I'll be real. I was like on the fence when I started hearing about the vaccine and all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, it was like, what's the alternative, man? Like, do I want to be nervous about, you know, going to see my parents or my parents being nervous about me coming to see them? You know, like I want to take whatever precaution I can to protect those around me and protect anyone that I come into contact with, man. Like this is a very real thing. Go look at the numbers like people have died. A lot of people have died. It's very sad. At Luis Navarro 693, no, because I've been good through the drama. I mean, you know, we've all been good until we're not good, right? Like, we're all good until our number's up at the end of the day. Um, And I would hate for your number to come up a lot sooner than it has to, right? Or for, unfortunately, somebody in your family for something like that to happen, you know? Just because you've been good thus far, I don't know, man. That's just not a a, a smart reason. I challenge you to kind of rethink your perspective on, on life a little bit. At Zach, Kelly Zach um, said, nope, only 2% of the population has been vaccinated in South Africa because our government is crap. And that's something to, to think about as well. So Zach is out of South Africa. And we're so privileged here in the United States that we can sit here and be like, eh, I don't know if I want to go to CVS right now and get vaccinated. Meanwhile, people like him, only 2% of the population in his country have been able to get vaccinated at this point. And we're sitting here having arguments on the internet over like somebody's conspiracy TikTok video or whatever. I mean, it's just something to keep in mind. We're incredibly privileged in this country and we don't even, you know, realize it a lot of times. All right. So last one. Uh, this was a question for me, actually. At Swaggy Nova underscore snacking asked, should the media be trusted regarding vaccinations information um, or vaccine information? Probably say. But that, that's a good question. And And listen, even as a member of media. I still tell you, don't believe everything you see on fucking TV or everything you hear on the radio or wherever you get your information from. I mean, shit, don't believe everything that's in this podcast. Like, do your own research at at the end of the day. I mean, I can tell you without spilling too much tea. I worked on radio shows in the past, uh, specifically a political talk show where they definitely purposely left out other viewpoints uh, just to kind of fit their narrative. And th- no, I'm not talking about the breakfast club before people try to fucking uh, cause up some sort of drama. Not talking about the breakfast club before I got to the breakfast club. Um, and, and they definitely would purposely leave out information or they would talk about things on the air, but like they didn't actually believe it behind the scenes. You know, we've seen this with Fox News. You know, we've heard so much anti-vaccine rhetoric coming from pretty much everybody on Fox News, but we're finding out this information that actually 
Fox News employees are required to be vaccinated to come back into the office. So they're just telling people things that get them ratings, that just get the right people tuning in. But they actually don't believe that shit. So, no, you shouldn't believe everything you see in the media. I mean, the reality is the unfortunate reality of the world that we live in today when it comes to information. You should be looking in multiple sources to get your news, right? Do a deep dive into different outlets. I mean, look at actual statistics from real credible places like the CDC, um, you know, actual doctors and shit. I mean, even if you're finding some sort of doubt, research the doctor itself that you're getting this quote from. And that's just the God's honest truth. Like, no, you shouldn't be just believing the media because let's be real. CNN, Fox News, doesn't matter if it's conservative or liberal. They're all making money off of ratings. So the more that they scare us, the more that they have their little breaking news flashing on there and they tell us that the world is ending and we all need to tune in to find out how to, you know, not die from whatever the hell is going on that they're reporting. They thrive off of that shit. Like that's what they thrive off of. So they will blow things up and make them seem bigger than they actually are just to get us to stick to that TV screen for a longer period of time. So um, should you trust the media completely? No, but I mean, you you should be listening to what experts are telling us, what doctors who have studied this kind of stuff for their entire lives are telling us, and also what the agencies who are in place to give us the proper information are telling us, like the CDC or the FDA when they're talking about these vaccines um, and, and their effectiveness or their lack of approval and the reasonings for that, you know, these are people that their entire career is staked upon this information. And that's who we have to trust. You know, that's the best that we have. Are they always right? Absolutely not. We've seen it throughout the course of this whole thing that just like us, they were trying to figure out the fuck was going on, too. So, you know, don't expect them to be right the entire time. And I know it's easy to like, you know, especially in meme culture. There's like that Monique uh, meme running around right now about uh, doctors and, and the information we've been getting with uh, COVID over the last year. But this is a new experiences and and they're trying to figure it all out and get it under wraps you know in real time and i'll tell you what i'd much rather listen to people who have uh you know pledged their entire life to studying this shit and are still trying to figure it out than some random asshole on the internet who thinks because they watch one youtube video they're now some sort of like a uh an infectious disease expert i mean let's be real guys so no you probably shouldn't trust the media completely but do your own research the information is out there if you dig a little bit and thank you all so much for uh, participating in that part of the show uh, where I put out the questions. I do it on my Instagram at DJ Dramos. I do it for every episode. So if you want to be a part of the show, uh, just hit me up on there and I'll post it in my stories. Uh, the question and I'll read some of your answers or your questions um, live here on the podcast. Now, as we kind of get out of this episode right here, I know I've thrown a lot of information at you. Um, I've been a little bit more volatile, a little bit more angry in some of my commentary than maybe in past episodes. Uh, I'm going to try and tie things up in a nice, neat little bow and maybe a little bit more of a calming presence. I'll try and bring that to the podcast uh, as we get into a segment we call Conclusion Stew. But before that, let's take a quick break and we will be right back. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama. And when reflecting on what matters most, I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. 
Stair Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tuda Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, Stair Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tuda shows wherever you get your podcast. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Time for conclusion soon. Mm. All right, so I know I was a little bit harsh on certain people and their commentary when it comes to the vaccine. At the end of the day, I can never tell you what you should or shouldn't feel comfortable with. I want to make sure that I, you know, am very clear on that. But what I will say is this. The numbers don't lie. Our community is being torn apart by this. And you're talking about a community that has already been the underdog, right? We are already statistically more at risk for health issues. We already statistically don't make much money in comparison to our white counterparts. We already don't have the savings to bounce back from COVID, to bounce back from funerals, to bounce back from whatever expenses come up in our lives. We, statistically speaking, are already at a disadvantage in this country. So it's important for us to protect ourselves in any way humanly possible. It's important for us to always give ourselves a leg up in any way humanly possible. And that means, in this case, possibly doing something you're not 100% comfortable with because it's better for the greater good. Because here's the thing. While I understand your body, your choice, absolutely, 100%, I can never judge you for that. What I do have to point out, what I can judge you for is, just remember, you also have to answer for every decision that you make. And that's a responsibility that we all have to take on when making any decision in this life. We have to understand that there will be a repercussion for whatever decision we made, whether it's good or bad, there will be an end result. There will be a reaction to whatever decision that we've decided to do, or there will be a responsibility that comes along with whatever decision we decide to make. And to that, I say, you can choose to do things however you want, but also don't be selfish while doing so. That's what makes this whole experience so unique is because we're all so reliant on one another making the right decision in order for things to get back under control. And that's the scariest fucking thing about this is putting your own fate, the fate of your family, in the hands of somebody else and hoping that they make the right decision. And this is where I have the problem because you're making a decision for yourself, which is beautiful, and you're allowed to do that. But you're also selfishly not taking other people into consideration because if everybody who decided to not get the vaccine says, I'm not getting the vaccine, but that means I'm also not going to leave my house uh, and interact with people unnecessarily. I'd be like, cool, no issue with that whatsoever. But the problem is, a lot of y'all are still fucking going to the clubs, you're still going to the bars, you're still going to the restaurants and acting as if nothing fucking happened. And the reality is you might be healthy, 
but you might now pass along to somebody else. You might now pass along to that person and they pass along to their family. Shit, you might pass along to your own loved ones. And that's where you're being selfish. You're allowed to make a choice for yourself, but you also can't put other people's health and their lives and their family's lives at risk in doing so. So just keep that in mind. Also, this whole like talk about like, well, I don't know what's in the vaccine and I don't put anything in my body that I don't know. Shut the fuck up. Like y'all don't know what half the things that are going in your body are. Like the amount of people I've seen on Instagram who are sitting there like blowing lines of coke and smoking all kinds of fucking weird weed from random ass people and are leaving the bar with some random ass person they just met. Like, don't forget, I'm a DJ. I've seen some of the people that y'all leave with at the end of the night. And a lot of times it ain't pretty. And you damn well don't know what the fuck that person's been before they got to your ass that night. So let's not sit here and pretend like we're all like living our lives in this beautiful way where it's like, oh, I only have natural fruits and berries that enter my body and I don't do anything that I'm not sure what's it in. No toxins for me. It's all natural from the, from the earth for me. Like, stop. You don't live life that way. Majority of people don't fucking live life that way. Uh, majority of people aren't like that crusty granola type of person who like is, uh, you know, only eating from the earth things that they planted. Like, unless you're that person, you can't really say I don't put things in my body that I don't know what they are. Like, stop using that as an excuse. And damn it, I just broke my own rule of not getting too fired up uh, on this conclusion, Stu. I was trying to end on a calm note, and I almost did. I almost did, but shit, man. I just am tired of seeing people hurting, and I'm tired of seeing the demise uh, and and so many people's lives just being destroyed uh, for something that could have been prevented and could be prevented if we just get our shit together and stop thinking about ourselves for once. That's it. That's my own little PSA. Feel free to to disagree with me. We're all allowed to have... um, our own opinion as long as we're not putting other people's lives at risk in doing so. Keep that in mind. And with that said, man, thank y'all so much for tuning into this episode of the podcast. I promise a bit of a lighter episode uh, next week when we air on Tuesday. We'll mix it up a little bit, man. We're uh, we're able to do a little bit of everything on the show. I'm just trying to have real conversations. Sometimes those conversations can be fun conversations. Other times like this one, they might be a bit heavy. But to me, I just want to have real honest conversations about shit that affects us and and our community so man thank y'all so much for tuning in follow me on instagram at dj dramos um to keep up with everything on the show and to be a part of our ask a gringo section and man i'll uh, I'll catch y'all next week be safe man make a make a smart decision if you haven't already please peace life as a gringo is a production of the michael tura podcast network and iHeartRadio. What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens. But trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. 
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.